You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. On 11.16 SEM, the award-winning crunch time for Honda's 2017 runout. Oh, he's turned this one over. Oh, Lord. And he's turned it over to the wrong man. Franklin Marks inside the centre square. And Buddy, oh. bouncing ball, bouncing ball, makes them pay as only Buddy Franklin can. It was just the pass to Buddy that uh, he, oh, he marked it no, down on, no, uh, Rory. Oh, no, yeah, that was not good, was it? I was said to tell, sorry, mate. He kept a clean sheet and I just laced him out at 60 by accident. <laughs> Rory Laird, one of the stars last night uh, for the Adelaide Crows, chatting to us post-match uh, on AFL Nation and having a bit of a laugh about his one mistake of the night, which... Daniel Talia wouldn't have been too happy with, but I'm sure he's pretty happy this morning because he kept Buddy almost goalless and, uh, and he certainly was part, a big part of a terrific win by the Adelaide Crows. And he joins us on Crunch Time for Honda. Honda's 2017 run-out is now on. Visit honda.com.au slash offers. Daniel, thanks for your time and uh, congratulations on last night. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. What, what about that, before we get into all the, the positives, what about that moment for you? It was uh, a little bit unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, Lady, uh, you know, kicked the floater and uh, fell on his lap and had a bit of a laugh about it afterwards. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty funny. He said, sorry, but I uh, kind of just gave him this and went off. Daniel, tell us about the night, the, the lead-in. Obviously, it was a, a huge week for the club, given how you'd performed the Friday night before. What did some of the leaders and the coach do to make sure that it was a much better effort last night? Yeah, I think it was more just about focusing on what we do, um, trying to take the game on. And um, I think we went away from that the last couple of weeks, really, you know, getting our ball movement going and, and playing with speed. And I think that was the message just going in, um, you know, take the game on and, and move the ball with speed. And, and they struggled to defend when things do that. So I thought we got back to that last night. And uh, as well as that midfield really getting on top and, and winning the hunt around the ball, that really helped as well. Yeah, the midfield, you, you must have wound them up, Daniel, because they were just sensational. When you lined up the names pre-game, uh, you wouldn't have think they would have had a chance in there without Sloan. But 6-16 to 16 quarter-time clearances was, was an unbelievable effort. Yeah, I thought some of the young guys that come in really stood up. You know, um, Gallucci, Paholke, these young guys playing, you know, first couple of games um, were, were really excellent. And then Cam Ellis, Yolman and, and Bryce Gibbs and these guys through the midfield really... Um, you know, beat him up around the ball and, and played really well. So um, that certainly gave our forwards first use, and I, I thought there we uh, yeah we just went to work. Daniel, there is a fascination with Lance Franklin from all those on the outside of the ground. He's he's the big show ticket of the AFL. Um, we've had the opportunity to speak to quite a few key backmen who tell us, you know what you can cover and what you just give up. You, you can't cover everything with Lance Franklin. So you go into the game. And you're knowing you're going to get Franklin. What's your mindset? How do you play? And what do you want to cover? And what do you give up? Yeah, it's a good question. Because you can you know, do it in the air and on the ground. And um, obviously, if you play in front, he, he gets in behind you with his speed. And then 
Um, I think you're just trying to give up the lead. And um, I was lucky last night. We had Tommy Duday and, and Andy Otten and a couple of guys fighting back there. So I just uh, tried to force him to our spare and, and we were able to cut off a fair bit. So I think uh, with, without Sam Reid and a couple of their tall forwards, I think they're, they're going through him a lot. And um, We just tried to double-team him and uh, I thought it worked pretty well. Uh, Daniel, Bob Murphy here. Congratulations on a great win. Just, just on Buddy again. You were able to have a, you know, you were able to blanket him, you know, compared to what he's capable of last night. How, how is he out there on the field with you? Because he can get quite animated and and uh, and uh, sort of get the chat going. Does he, does he try and lighten things up with you, or does he, or does he just keep quiet and keep an eye on the play up the field? No, yes, he's certainly one of those blokes that loves to stay out there and uh, doesn't get on the lift when he's up and about. So um, when he's quiet, you usually know he's going all right. So um, yeah, I think I think early on he sort of take me in cage and, and turn it on, and um, yeah, it, it didn't work last night. So um, so yeah, you were no, giving him lip back at the end, were you, Daniel? No, I always have a good chat with him. Obviously, my brother being at Sydney, I've met him a couple of times, and he's a really good seller. So, um, yeah, it was it was a good battle, and um, you, you don't want to you know say too much to a bloke like that because, as you said, he can turn a game in five minutes. So. Yeah. Yeah, so so Daniel, can you can you clear up for us? We were just we were just chatting in the in the studio earlier about about the uh, the, the tagging job that was done on on Josh Kennedy. Um, there's a little bit of confusion around who had the job. Can you can you clear it up for us? Who who had the job on Josh Kennedy last night? Yeah, I'm not sure we actually had a tag through the midfield. I think there was just a couple of blokes that rotated through there, and I know uh, Camel Fiolman with that big body was on him a bit, and um, I think our mids just did a really good job and. And negated his influence, so I don't think anyone actually tagged him. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it was Ellis Yolman. Ellis Yolman was was the one to go to him at the stoppage though, and, and put body on him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, we, um, yep. clearly he's got a really big body and um, can, can match. You know, that's his strength. You know, around the stoppages. So I think that was a good match up for us, and and he did a really good job. Daniel, another hamstring injury last night to Kyle Hardigan. How concerning is this for you? Because it, it is out of character for your club to go through so many soft tissue injuries. Yeah, I think it's been uh, you know just part and parcel of last year. I think we, you know, had a bit of a shorter pre-season, and um, you know we have had a fair few hamstring injuries now. But um, I think it's just you know we, we train pretty hard and try and train the way we play, and, and unfortunately a few guys have just gone down. So um, yeah, it's it, it look it's something for the for the club to look at. Um, you know we have had a lot of injuries, probably more than usual at, at this time of the year, but. Um, you know, we're right, we've got a lot of depth and, and the guys that come in last night showed that. So um, it, it gives guys an opportunity to come in and, and play their role and I think, um, yeah, the guys did it really well last night. I was super impressed with the young lad, Millerer. Last week you struggled to move the ball, but he on half-back was able to to sidestep, show real agility and then get the ball in forward momentum. We all know that Seedsman went well, but I thought he was pivotal in getting the ball to an advantageous position to forward propel from. Yeah, you're right, Sammy. We, uh, we really want the ball in his hands. He's got a really good sidestep and, and really composed and clean when he gets the ball. And I thought last night off the half-back he was able to really set us up through there and, and hit targets inside 50. So... Um, Wayne's one of those players that when he gets the ball 20 times, he's almost best on ground. He's that good with, with ball in hand. So um, hopefully he can build from there and keep it going. I had him. I actually had him in in my votes. 
<laughs> no, no one else mentioned him. I thought, am I seeing a different game? <laughs> hey, Daniel, you, you are three and two now, clearly. The next four games at the Adelaide Oval where you rarely lose. So yeah. what an incredible opportunity to set your season up. Yeah, I think so. I think the next month's going to be really important. You know, obviously with four, four home games in a row, there's some stage in the year where we'll be away a fair bit as well. So, um, yeah, looking looking forward to the next month for sure. We've got a couple of tough teams coming up. I think Port and Bulldogs and a couple of others, Gold Coast through there. So um, the next month will be really important and, and hopefully we can get rolling and, and really build our, build our season from there. Daniel, with your up and down form so far this year, there's obviously been a lot of discussion about post what happened at the end of last year, the camp and all, all those sort of discussions. To you, is there any scars from last year's grand final or is it something that, you, that you've now completely dealt with and, and, and can you know, go forward with complete confidence? Yeah, I don't think there's any scars. I think you know, you're always going to hear about it in the media and cop it a bit from the, from the opposition fans. But um, I think it's more just you know, we've had a, a lot of injuries and you know, probably our our senior guys have come off, not a lot of pre-season, and have been slow to get going. So, um, you know, when we win, our senior guys usually play well, and when we lose, they don't. So I think with that consistency of, you know, the older guys who did play in that grand final last year finding form, I think we'll, we'll start to make a run and, and play a bit better footy. And, and you showed last night, you know, Tex and, and JJ and all these guys really standing up. I think if we can get those guys um, rolling again, you know, we're going to be a good side again. So... Um, I don't think there's any scars. We've just been a bit slow to start, I think. Listen to Taylor Walker after the game last night post-match and, and congratulations to him that he, he reverted some, some average form from the uh, week before. And, and uh, yeah, people like myself have to wear that. We, we were critical of him during the week, but he did incredibly well. But he did make mention of how much faith the playing group have in the, that coaching staff. I was surprised the, the interviewer didn't drill down on that. Why would he say that? What, what is the, the, back, the background of we have so much faith in our coaching staff? Yeah, I think just the, the guys have been around a long time. Uh, you know, we've had Scott Camparelli, who obviously has been in our midfield for about seven years. And, uh, you know, after the tragic death of, death of Phil Walsh, she was able to step up and, and really have the boys back there for about six weeks. And then we've obviously got Pikey as well, who's come from a pretty successful environment and, and really loves the boys and is doing it. You know, the coaching role, you know, out of the good of his heart, not not there for a paycheck. So, um, you know, the, the guys really love the coaches and, and, you know, the coaches have got our back every week. And um, I suppose that's what probably Tex was referring to when he when he said, um, you know, that the, the coaches are... Um, have got our back as well, so um, yeah, it's, it's probably probably one for the group where we've been around now together and grown up together for you know five or six years and pretty close knit group as well. So um, yeah, hopefully success is just around the corner and and uh, our group's got to keep working hard to to get there. Oh, oh, just just on that, and the reason. Uh, um I'm going with that, that question, Daniel, is because uh, we in the media and we, we see things, and Bob Murphy called it the, the, the key forwards mafioso or whatever it was, and we, as a collective, we basically all came out and said, well, this is pretty an acceptable um, playing style by, by Taylor Walker. Um, we, I was surprised that no one from the Adelaide fraternity came out and said, you blokes should shut up, we'll do this, we'll do that. It, there was silence. Is that proceed, normal procedure and to let action speak loudest? Uh, and he would have been, you know, spent a lot of time with the coaching staff during the week. It, it, was that, is that the normal procedure for Adelaide? 
Yeah, I think so. I think when, you know, guys have a bad game, it's dealt with internally. And, you know, there, there was no hiding away from the fact that we played poor last week. And, um, you know, all those clips that were shown probably by you guys were shown, you know, internally in our team meeting and really reviewed pretty toughly. So, um, yeah, that's it's usually dealt with probably as a as a group. And uh, as I said, we're a really close group and, and you know, no... Uh, Nothing's held back on, and we have some pretty honest and brutal conversations at times. So, um, yeah, Tex would have been the first to put his hand up and say, you know, a couple of efforts last week weren't good enough and um, that he needed to respond this week, and I thought that's what he did. So, um, yeah, you know, as I said, we, we like to deal with um, things in-house in and then from there let our actions speak and, and try and bounce back on the field, and, and lucky last night we were able to do that. And that's a different philosophy to, to Brisbane. I mean, they came out and, <laughs> and they gave uh, a spud had a whack at, uh, you know, had a uh, yep. uh, some critical assessments of Luke Hodge, and they came straight out on the front foot and gave spud a whack. So philosophies for different clubs. It's very interesting. Daniel, before we let you go, Tom Duda, can he be as good as Jake Lever? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, Tommy's been great these first four or five weeks, and has fitted in and I think he's done better than Lever. You know, he's intercepting everything back there and um, he's fit in that role and, and really dominating. So, um, yeah, we're not, we're not feeling the loss of Jake at the moment and, um, you know, Tommy's put his hand up and played some awesome footy in the first five weeks. So, um, it's been a credit to him. You know, he, I thought he could have probably played last year in any other side and um, he's worked really hard behind the scenes and, and been awesome for us. So, uh, we just got to keep him rolling. Do I detect you're just a slight little bit dirty on uh, uh, on Jackie Lever when you said he'll be better than him? Oh, I didn't say he'd be better than him, but he's, <laughs> he's fit right in and um, played played really well these first five weeks. So um, yeah, that's we, the, we that's the key really, back mafia, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> we, we haven't felt lost as probably as much as people would have thought. So um, yeah, Tommy's Tommy's a star, and hopefully he just keeps rolling. Good stuff, Daniel. Stuff. Appreciate your time. Well done again last night. Uh, shutting out Bud and uh, having a terrific win on the road. Congratulations. Thanks for being with us. Well played. Yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.